We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In middle of the road about the Cavs, not everything has to be panic or hype, even though we do love the Cavs hype panic scale here on uh, Afternoon Drive with Nick and Dusty. But like in the, in the break, listen... Both the Cavs have overshot their expectations this year by being the four seed with 15 games to go. They also can be nowhere near ready for the uh, for the postseason yet.
I think that's totally fair. I, I don't think they're ready for the postseason. I don't know that any young team that really hasn't been there and had experience is ready for the postseason. I think they're very talented. I think these games, even though like last night's game was not against their stars, mm-hmm. it's still a tight ball game. You know, I give them credit, man, for like not fi- for not uh, quitting and, and fighting to the end. And I mean, it took everything to the very last second just to get that thing to overtime to have a chance. Yeah, I think the two sides of every game conversation. On one hand, it should have never come down to overtime without Tatum, and, and Jalen Brown is fantastic, but you didn't get just beat. You didn't get almost beat, excuse me, by Jalen Brown. It was it was like their fifth, sixth, seventh best players that took you to overtime. And I think, you know, I Thomas uh, on Instagram, at Nick Wilson says, slide into my DMs, Thomas was talking about how they're 3-1 and one against Boston. You're, you're panicking. Uh, well, they won two games early in the season. Those games that you won early in the season against Boston are not applicable to now. And by the way, they were shorthanded then too. You went one and one against Boston, including a game where you were in it for three of the four quarters and you lost heart, faith, vision, uh, mentality, whatever you want to call it. And that's why you had to fight like hell to get back into it. And then, oh, you made a game out of it. Like there's got to be something in between Man, they're, they could really get sunk by the, the slow starts, and we're proud of this team for, for, for fighting back into games that they were out of. Yeah. Like, that, that when, when we say things like, ah, you almost beat Boston last week, no, you almost got ran out of the building by Boston, and you played your way back in the game. Celebrating this team's ability to come back down from 20 points or more, feel, doesn't it feel a little silver liney? I'm talking, about just, bit, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about just counting games in the regular season. I do think it matters when you get to the postseason because how many times have we seen postseason routes happen? Yeah. If you can avoid, if you can turn a postseason route and mid-game, if you could turn on your dime, turn on a dime, and all of a sudden make a game that was a blowout competitive, that could that I I it's very rare that I've ever seen that happen in the NBA. Right, like how many times have we seen teams just be like, "Up, oh, not our game." Third quarter, we're going to pull our starters off. We're going to regroup for next game. It I, happens. I don't think you have to do that with this Cavs team, and I, I do think that is that is a feather in the cap, something to keep in the back of the mind. Uh-huh. I also think it's still more problematic that whether they're the young team on the block or whatever, that they still fall behind in these games. And I think you look kind of deeper into the numbers, like. My, because here's the thing, when I say panic or hype, my expectations haven't changed for the Cavs no matter what we've learned about them. So when I say they're not ready for the postseason, I think that's a fair statement. I'm also not saying that they're going to be one and done in the playoffs. I also am not, I'm not going from predicting them, and I think they have a real good chance to win a first round series, and I think they could make a second round series competitive. I believe that two days ago, and I'm going to believe that no matter what happens over the final 14, 15 games of the regular season. So to me, when we say hyper panic, I'm saying is it changing your overall expectations? My expectations aren't changing. But it should concern us that with 15 games to go, New York, who I think is a relatively capped team from a talent perspective, 
They're, they're okay. Are they one of the fifteen most talented teams? Sure, they're not one of the five most talented teams. You can make a case the Cavs are. You can make a case that the Cavs are at least in the top eight, top nine, top ten of talent yeah. in the NBA. The Knicks aren't, but yet the Knicks are playing playoff basketball. Knicks look, have won nine in a row. Look across the NBA here. Uh, Milwaukee nine and one in their last ten games. Uh, Sixers uh, seven and three. The teams that you want to be compared with are taking off. And you're six and four. That's but it's 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 really specific to the teams you're losing to and the teams you're taking nights off on. I'd rather you take nights off against Detroit than nights off against the Boston Celtics, who are shorthanded. I think you look deeper into some of these numbers. They're fourteen and eight against teams that are five hundred and above. They're the only team that is a quote unquote contender. That's actually not fair. Look at the other teams that you want to be. You want to be Milwaukee, Boston, and Philadelphia. All of those teams have not just above 500 records, but vastly above 500 records. We do have some breaking news coming in here. Multiple reports saying the Ravens. We'll get to that in just one second. Breaking news on 92.3 The Fan is presented by BetQL. Bet smarter by downloading the BetQL app. And use Ohio 25 to get the 25% off your first month. The breaking news, multiple reports. The Ravens have given Lamar Jackson the non-exclusive franchise tag. Oh, March just got a little bit hotter in Baltimore. Non-exclusive tag. Now, for those of you who are not aware of the difference, the non-exclusive tag is a cheaper franchise tag. I, I want to say the difference is like $10 million. Yeah, he's right? going to make $32.41 million this year if he remains with Baltimore. But he's obviously, as you're about to say, free to negotiate with other teams right now. Spoilers. Spoilers, Keith. Damn you. Uh, but the non-exclusive tag, even though it's a cheaper price point on a one-year deal, does mean he is now free to negotiate with uh, other NFL teams. Now, other teams can offer him a contract. Uh, sorry, an offer sheet and then Baltimore can either match that or they would go ahead and and not match it and uh and go ahead and get two first rounders. I'm sorry. The NFL offseason officially just kicked off. Between this and, and Aaron Rodgers yeah. meeting with the Jets, I am to use a parlance of the Nick Wilson experiment, I am fully torqued. I just I want to hear Baltimore meltdown. I I know it's petty, it's stupid, we don't gain anything. The Ravens could still end up getting rid of Lamar and being more competitive than the Browns because one's a good organization historically and the other's the Cleveland Browns. But there's a part of me that I just want to see. I I just want Lamar in Atlanta or Carolina, and I just want to see the reaction. I want to see Baltimore burning just a little bit. I don't really care that I see Baltimore burn. I just want to see the Browns have a easier access, easier path to winning this division. Yeah, I've I've said I Baltimore's path going forward is going to be tough either way. If you pay Lamar, you've just paid a franchise quarterback with real significant health concerns, and not just health concerns. The numbers have taken a dip the last two years. He's not been an MVP caliber candidate. His numbers have never reached what he was in year two in the NFL since the year he was the NFL MVP. So if you pay him, you're going to be paying him a lot of money. There are concerns with Lamar. And oh, by the way, 
you got a cheap ownership group, which means you're probably going to be moving on some for some better players. But if you don't pay him, yeah, two first-round picks are nice. But now you got to go ahead and replace your quarterback. I'm just... I, I it, it has felt like this whole time. Because I, I think there's this idea, and I, I've seen... Did we have John McClain on yesterday? I think John McClain, the general, was like, well... Most, he thought the most likely thing was non-exclusive franchise tag. Somebody offers him uh, a reasonable contract extension or a reasonable contract, and then the Ravens just match it, and then they would have done the due diligence on this. The truth is, I think if you're the Ravens, you're leaving yourself up to a poison pill. I mean, that's what I believe the Browns did with Eric Steinbach once upon a time. Um, Steve Hutchinson was another great player that kind of went from one place to another because of that. Like, I think this is a massive risk by the Ravens and I'm all here for it. So would you rather have Lamar or one of these quarterbacks in the draft? Lamar. Yeah, I agree. And specific to, they're like specific teams that I think make most sense. I I think the two teams I've already mentioned in the NFC South, Mm -hmm. I think Lamar would be Carolina's second-best quarterback of all time, just walking in the door, and that's because the first-best was Cam Newton. I think you have a good season, and all of a sudden, you're right there with Cam. And I think Atlanta. I think Lamar is the kind of player. I mean, we've made the Michael Vick comparisons before. I think Lamar is the kind of guy that can actually get people in that stadium in Atlanta. Oh, Lamar could definitely put some butts in seats. Yeah. Well, but Atlanta's got a real problem with that. I think Lamar is the kind of... That's worth the two picks in and I of mean, itself. I mean, he he would be the the next great thing since Michael Vick in Atlanta. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like in terms of just the the, the show that he puts on. Mm-hmm. I mean, fans would would eat that up. Yep. And the, the division is very winnable. Yeah. So actually, that's a good point because you're you're because I feel like the Saints are are definitely in the catbird seat there in the South. If either the Saint, or sorry, if either the Falcons or Panthers got him. Would that change how you see, how you view the NFC South? Yes. Here's another one, and I, I I it feels like they're going all in on Aaron Rodgers. If I was the Jets, I'd rather make a run at Lamar. Because mm. you don't know how long Aaron's going to play. I guess that's fair. Um, it just feels like the Jets are are almost putting all of their eggs in one basket with this. I mean, you got players tweeting out at Aaron Rodgers like. You know, uh, what's his name? Brees, uh, the running back. Brees Hall. Brees Hall's tweeting at Rodgers. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner's yeah. putting out stuff. Like, these guys want Rodgers there. Yeah. And by the way, doesn't say much for our boy Zach Wilson. No. I mean, if your teammates no. are, are actively recruiting another quarterback to, to come take over your team, I think the ship has sailed. Maybe it's what the kid needs. Right? Wilson. Like, yeah, I mean, he's he's got the physical talent to be a fine NFL quarterback. Maybe not, I don't know if elite quarterback because it's rarefied air, but he's he was a number two pick for a reason. Yeah, but they pick they pick the kid. Of course, New York does. They pick the guy. Like, like it'd be like New York picking Richardson this year. Like, Wilson had raw ability, needs time to develop, needs to go into a system and, and probably do the Mahomes thing. Like, you probably need to sit it for a year. Mm-hmm. I feel that like that's the exact same thing for Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. Yet someone's going to draft him like number one or two or f- whatever in the top five, and he's going to be starting in the fall. Any other any other spots that you think just are out and out like no no nonsense? This makes sense for Lamar. 
Uh, I mean... Albert told us Miami, and I haven't gotten that out of my head. I just can't see Miami yet making the move from Tua. I think the concussions might be the thing that encourage them. Yeah, to make I hear move. you. I just don't know that McDaniel is going to do that. Like he, McDaniel seems to really love Tua, mm-hmm. and those two seem to have really good rapport. I feel like that's going to be something to keep an eye on. I mean, we still have we still have a need at quarterback in what Las Vegas. Uh, Vegas, but I don't know they have the money. But Vegas makes sense. Washington has been... It's not Las Vegas anymore? What did I say? You said Vegas. It's just Vegas. Okay. How we do it? Vegas, baby. Vegas. 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 Uh, Washington would be interesting, although I don't know they're going to spend that kind of money before the new ownership gets in there. To talk about the, uh, the Celtics game last night, uh, hopefully Grant Williams is an emotionally safe space after I'm assuming being ripped for all 24 hours uh, since the, the the Cavs win over Boston. Uh, and also, this Lamar stuff as well, uh, we're going to go ahead and go out to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. You know him from the Gresh and Farrier show on WEEI in Boston. The great Andy Gresh joins us now. Andy, welcome to the show. Uh, how are you, Jen? Uh, things are well. Let's put it that way. And a much better, uh, a much better intro than whenever I uh, go on with that duplicitous Ken Carmen in the morning. Why, now, why are you going on with Kenny? Just come on with us. Yeah, can I tell you, really? And I tell him this all the time. Uh, he probably sucks he, up to you. Uh, and uh, listen, it, he is disgracing fat people everywhere. And I love him, but he's a large one like me. You do not wear an undershirt on television underneath your collared shirt. And now that he's half a TV star, he continues to go out there more like Boss Hog, and he's got the T-shirt underneath a button-collared shirt. You cannot do that kind of stuff. That's like the stuff that Damon Amendolara does on those uh, top 50 uh, NFL players in uh, in history or whatever <laughs> that they show on loop during Super Bowl week. Like, clean it up, will you, Ken? And I've told him, I've told him, it's just embarrassing there he is right there, and then there's the T-shirt popping up underneath. I, listen, I don't disagree with you at all, and I think you're 100% dead on. Also, maybe my partner, my new partner on the show, could use a little bit of a tip yeah, here for me Yeah, real quick here, Andy, because I'm a, a fellow uh, uh, a chubber uh, like the rest of you. Um, I would just like to point out that at least he doesn't commit the cardinal fat guy sin of wearing a shirt that doesn't cover your full gut. Can we at least admit that that's the cardinal sin? That's the unforgivable one. No question that if you're a large-o and you got some and you got some hangover, you got to cover that thing up. No doubt, you can't have like the reverse plumber's crack working. Absolutely <laughs> not. It's bad enough that for large people, they might have their ass on backwards anyway, and the front is bigger than the back. So you're right; you got to cover everything up. Andy, I actually want to get to the Lamar stuff first because we had Albert Breer on uh, last week, and he had kind of mentioned the Dolphins as kind of a sneaky pursuer of Lamar Jackson. How would Lamar Jackson going to Miami change your thoughts on the AFC East and the Patriots' ability to contend for, for another title with Belichick? It is fascinating for us in New England because there were a lot of us here operating throughout the season that Tom Brady was going there next year. So at least for us in New England, no one has even thought about, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson 
going anywhere other than either Baltimore or a team that would have been in the top 10 of the draft who would have maybe need to make a big splash or something like that. So for us, we've really been Brady centric focused. And now I think for Patriots fans, at least here in New England, man, you got to wake up to the fact that Aaron Rodgers might be in this division. If he goes to the jets now, fire, beware, do business with that guy as you want to. He feels like a, a snake oil salesman. But things can flip real quick, not only on New England, but really anybody in the uh, – really any in the AFC. I mean, think about where Pittsburgh was two years ago, and now look at them. And I'm not denigrating Kenny Pickett or anything, but look at how the division can just turn on you like that from the quarterback spot. So is there a spot for Lamar that you think makes the most sense now? Because apparently Atlanta has already been ruled out, according to a report by Diana Rossini. Yeah, if I were Atlanta, man, I would I would do a lot. I mean, it, look at look at not only what Matt Ryan did for that city, look at how Michael Vick changed the fortunes of those franchises. And I know for a lot of people, it's still icky to kind of talk about him. But if you're Atlanta, you can have such a massive impact if you bring someone in at that spot. I'll be honest with you. I don't know where you guys are at. I, I it, Baltimore, at least for a year, I really, I don't, I don't think they're going to let him go. And I don't care about what tag they use. Quite honestly, what? Well, look, if I'm Baltimore, I put the tag on him for thirty-three million and allow him to go and negotiate. Have him bring a deal back, and at worst, I'm going to get at least two first-round picks. There's been talk of the whole exclusive. Listen, if you're just going to exclusive tag the guy, then give him, you know, five years at $40 million per year guaranteed, guarantee $200 million and see if you can make it work in the end. I still think, he's, I still think Lamar Jackson ends up in, uh, in Baltimore, and I don't, I don't poo-poo this whole, you know, Tom Brady might want to come back. I've been hearing all the stuff about the Dolphins for such a long period of time. Where there's smoke, there's got to be some fire tweet this morning um the rumors out there on social media about you know tom maybe going to miami and and then he comes back and he tweets that he doesn't want to go there and, or he's not going to go there because he's got a two-month-old cat now um oh yeah yeah that's, i mean that's uh, yeah you, you, right i mean what really you're in boston what's going on <laughs> i wish i knew with this guy i felt like as a fan and somebody who covered him and you know, he had, I wrote this stupid book of lists, right? And even Brady kind of like helped with that or whatever. And I feel like the further the guys moved away from New England, the less I kind of know about this cat or can figure him out. And there's going to be the lure of another team. And look, I don't know what you guys had heard, the whole, you know, ownership that led to the Flores thing. And, you know, the owner down there is the one that's really got googly eyes for Tom Brady. And maybe they give him a piece of ownership. I think if somebody comes hard at Brady, it might be hard for that guy to say no for one more year because it's not like he can't do it, you know? And, like, there are a few guys that are like Barry Sanders. Remember when Barry Sanders was tired? We're all like, what the hell, what? Like, this guy's walking away. Now he's got so much game left. It's not that Brady doesn't know he's at the end of the line, but for him, I'm sure he still thinks, he can play. He can throw 30 touchdowns and 12 interceptions and be with a team that can run the ball and still be uh, and still be functional. But look, at the end of the day, 
you know, does that owner in Miami really want to make a run at it and be the one to kind of go there with a player when it comes to you will get a piece of the franchise? Every NFL player should want that. I don't know if Tom Brady or the ownership groups necessarily going to let either side kind of go down that road. Andy Gresh of WEEI in Boston on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, I don't know if you saw it last night. Uh, fairly significant game. Cavs Celtics. Uh, Grant Williams misses two free throws uh, oh with a game tied. Point eight seconds left. The game goes to overtime. The Celtics lose. Uh, how are people in Boston feeling about Grant Williams today? You know what's really interesting is there's been a bigger discussion on Grant Williams at times because you're getting to the point to where you got to decide if you're going to pay him real money. And then what is he really worth? Because he's a great value right now. And look, if you talk it, you better walk it. That's really what it is, man. You're going to talk that junk. You better walk it in this city because there have been a lot of dudes way better than Grant Williams who have done it before. And this this continues the internal conflict, I think, for Celtic fans in terms of some of the pieces that are around Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and Grant Williams is clearly one of them. But, yep, old Grant, you know, Joe Mazzulli yelled at him, don't make it about you last night. And, unfortunately, that's what Grant Williams does every once in a while. If you put the Cavaliers and the Celtics in in a seven-game series, do you you give the Cavs much of a chance? Uh, I do. Look, Donna, y'all are learning, and again, I know you have LeBron there, so it's not like people in Cleveland have been through it before, but you put an unbelievable player in there like a – I always keep wanting to call him Malcolm Mitchell, who was a Patriots wide receiver, which is so disrespectful. Uh, You know, you put Donovan Mitchell on a team, and he's completely changed that group. You You have to respect the Cavs now. Where the Cavs go in as an underdog, probably and rightfully so. And I know they've had great regular season success, but we know how the odds makers will probably lean. But yeah, the Cavs have the ability to uh, to give the Celtics a run for their money. And you know, after about twenty games into this past season, I was like, look, the Cavs are somebody that we now have to level jump and kind of put on the radar because in Boston it was very much worry about Giannis, worry about Milwaukee. I'm not worried about Philadelphia because I don't know if they can win. I'll tell you what, the the Cavs are right behind the 76ers in the East, and I think Mitchell's somebody with a set of you-know-whats on him. Like, I'd, I'd rather have him than James Harden, and James Harden can score all day long and do all these great things and shoot split, you know, one-legged fadeaway three-pointers and look good doing it and all that stuff. That guy ain't a winner. It's not in his belly. I think with Donovan Mitchell, it's in his belly. And if you're a fan of another team, that's what you got to worry about is it's somebody who really wants to win and knows how to get it done. Andy, the Celtics have now lost three straight. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it kind of reminds me of how the Cavs would play when they had LeBron and they, they were just they just want to get to the NBA Finals and be done with it. Are the, are the Celtics' struggles here recently about anything real or is this just a team that is over the regular season? I think there's a. I think it's a combination of a couple of things, guys. Number one, some of those losses, you know, you you don't have your two best players in there. So, like you said, you've been there with LeBron, trying to manage to get to the end of the regular season. Uh, number two, 
if you take a piece or two off of this roster, there is kind of like a, a bit of an effect with this group where if Robert Williams can't play, yes, you have other bigs, but you really take the rim protector out and then you got to score more. But if he's in there, you can kind of slow it down, be a little grittier, be a little uglier. You got a guy in Tatum who's your best player who can also rebound as well. So they, they can play different styles. And I think people are starting to get on Joe Missoula a little bit because it's easy to pick at the coach who doesn't call the timeout at the end of the game. I don't have a massive problem with it because I think during the regular season, you need to put people in different situations so you can coach in the postseason. Whereas up here, it's the, oh, I don't know what lineup I'm going to get every night. Am I going to get the superstars? Am I, is the coach going to call a timeout late in the game? People have been waiting to nitpick at the Celtics for a while, and now they're getting their opportunity. But to me, I think the coaching thing sorts itself out once you get to the postseason because Joe Mazzulla has put people in different situations so he knows how to manage the game. Andy, uh, my partner is known for his uh, airplane grievances. I know oh. you've been on some. Oh, yeah. oh, he's got a list. He's got lists. Uh, oh, I know. Oh, I see them. Believe me. Yeah. If, so, if, you, if you follow on Twitter, you know that they're there. Animals that get up too early the in the damn aisle. Animals. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Feels feels like the number one. Uh, feels like the number one gripe. Well, I'm I'm asking you because I know you just had some airplane uh, airplane hellish experiences. Uh, yep. What do you get most annoyed about when flying? Oh, just other people. That, and I know that that's supposed no, to No, that's you the a right answer. answer. No, that's a great I answer. I was supposed to give you a way better answer than that, but just other people. The, dude, Reason the moment somebody Gresh, the moment was, the moment these people, these these human beings step inside an airport, they just feel a need to become an animal and nothing I, I, matters. Oh, like the people, they'll be the part that, because, you know, you're, you're guaranteed to get one person who's bringing something on the plane to eat that's probably going to half stink it up. <sighs> oh, I've seen your other one, too. Those who take their shoes oh, off. Oh, the shoes off. And, Come on. Oh, uh, and if you take your shoes off and you have no socks on, oh. God help you. And God help everyone on the plane. There might be, you know what, it, here's what's crazy. People have gotten so bad that a crying baby on a plane is manageable now. But you might sit next to, uh, you know, Dick Disgustington and want to throw up all over yourself because you're beside a completely rancid, putrid human being. Gresh, what seat do we choose as a large person? Here's why you don't go exit row, because you can't recline. And after a while, it's tough. You, you got to go either Wait a second. You recline on a plane? Uh, oh, God. You, oh, you, you know bit. what? You know, we're not friends anymore. We're done. Oh, you, you're breaking dude. the rules. Uh, come on now. Somebody breaking the rules. It's 5'11". You can't complain about someone putting their, <laughs> putting their seat back. You can't recline. <laughs> Man, I mean, Gresh, I'm, we're going to have to spar. Nope. I, I slide down and put my knees up against the seat so when they think they can't do it, then they stop doing it, and then I sit <laughs> back up and I got my I got my leg room. That's nefarious, I know, but listen, I'm – I'm defending my space. You probably put two bags above your seat, too. No, you know what? That's another thing, too. People bring on these carry-on bags. They got a box. There's room for one bag. That's it. That's it. It's not hard. Something under your seat and then one bag up top that's appropriate. Instead, you got uh, one guy who's trying to be like, this is my personal item. What do you got in there? Dead body? Like, (laughs) get out of here. (laughs) 
Gresh, great stuff, man. Really appreciate your time, and uh, maybe we'll we will talk once uh, the playoffs come. Guys, as always, and uh, it'll be much more fun talking Celtics-Cavs than it will be uh, Patriots-Browns. So let's enjoy it, friends, anytime. Thanks, Thank you, buddy. Guys. Every team in the NFL you could have this conversation about. Like we talked about the Dolphins earlier. With the, with the news that uh, Lamar Jackson has been hit with a non-exclusive franchise tag, meaning other teams can negotiate with him, and if the Ravens don't match the the, the offer sheet, uh, the Ravens then effectively trade him for two first-round picks. Right. So I think you can have a conversation. Would you rather Lamar or Tua? I think you can do that with... I mean, I think I'd rather have Lamar, but I think that Tua is still under his rookie contract and you don't have to trade anything to get Lamar. Well, but I think you could do that with Kyler in Arizona. We'll also ask Mike about uh, uh, the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes as well. So, interesting development here. Interesting caveat pointed out by Bill Barnwell of ESPN saying, uh, if a team wants to sign Jackson, they can negotiate a deal with the Ravens and do it as a sign-and-trade as opposed to going the offer sheet route and giving up two first-round picks. And the idea is, you know, usually that means that instead of having to give up two first-round picks, you can negotiate a trade for the player at a lesser trade price. Right. In this case, Barnwell's suggesting you might be able to actually incentivize the Ravens not to match. So the Ravens could get more. I think what he's I think the Ravens at. are in a good position here mm-hmm. from a team standpoint, but they're certainly not like doing themselves any favors with with Lamar Jackson and burning bridges. Yeah, I feel like actually the worst thing that could happen at this point is you match the contract with Lamar and then you have to deal like with him. Like he just went out by himself, got himself a new deal. Yep. And then you're like, oh, that's great, Lamar. I remember when I had my first beer. Yep. Welcome back Welcome to Baltimore. Welcome back to Baltimore. So, there, okay, what you're saying, I actually don't think we could sleep on. What if the Ravens are trying to prove a point to Lamar? They are. Well, I think but, they 100% are. But I, I think some people will look at this and say, well, the Ravens are just... They're calling his bluff. Well, see, that's one thing. But the bluff is, the lesson they could be trying to teach him is, you go out there, you negotiate with those teams, and you have to come back to the Ravens and sign the offer sheet because nobody's going to give you what you want. I think that's what the Ravens might be doing. It might be we're exhausted by the negotiations with you. We're sick of the back and forth with the public, so go find a better deal. Go find a deal we won't match. I think it's almost, and again... It's a risk, but so is paying Lamar. Like I, I think, I think people are just assuming there's a no risk scenario here. If you're Baltimore, there isn't. Every time you you commit significant money to quarterbacks, whether they're an elite quarterback or not elite quarterback, there's a risk. Hell, signing Pat Mahomes to a four hundred million dollar contract is a risk. Yep, it just happens to be less of a risk than signing Lamar to a two hundred thirty million dollar contract. Right. But, like, why do you think teams right now, certain teams are doing maybe the dumbest thing imaginable, which is, ah, we're just going to we're gonna roll with uh, the young quarterback that we've drafted. We're going to roll with Desmond Ritter in Atlanta, or we're going to roll with Sam Howell in Washington. Saying those things out loud reveals the stupid. Bad quarterbacks get you fired. And yet there's a host of teams a year after teams uh, 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 swung and missed on Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz 
There are people saying, ah, nope, now we've got the way to do quarterbacks. That guy that we drafted in the third, fourth, fifth round, we're just going to give him a year and see where it goes. Where it probably goes is to the unemployment line. But teams have now convinced themselves this is now smart. Smarter than paying Lamar Jackson, uh, $200 million guaranteed. Give me the elite quarterback. It's going to be fascinating to see how this goes. I mean, Atlanta sounds like they're out of the mix, but... Isn't that funny? Legal tampering hasn't even opened up yet, and we got teams out of the mix on guys. It's not from the team, though. Mm. I mean, it is, but it's not. It's from reporters. I also think asking... I, I also think just wondering if Lamar leaves the AFC North, what that means for the Browns. Because you're... Well, it, it knocks him up a peg, I think. If, especially if he leaves the, the conference. That's one less team I think you have to worry about. I really hope he leaves the conference. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, I think the Browns can be better than the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And the Ra- the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens, if they lose Lamar, I think the Browns will be better than them. And then they got to battle the, the Bengals. And I don't think the Ravens... I, I think the Ravens are really good. All right? I, they proved to me last year they weren't a one-hit wonder. They weren't... Uh, a fluke because they got hot in the, the the right point. They're a really good team. They also, for the first time, are about to start losing ma- major free agents. Jesse Bates is a huge yeah. part of their defense. Jermaine Pratt is not Logan Wilson for them. He's a really good starting linebacker. They're starting to shed some guys that are responsible for how good they, they are. I think, uh, one, I felt this way before this. If Lamar leaves the AFC North, the AFC North absolutely is there for the taking. And can be had if you're the Cleveland Browns in 2023. You got to do your work, right? Like, we're to the point where it's tough for me to say, oh, yeah, you can absolutely do that until you do your work. And then it's about you got to go do your work on the field, which they didn't do this last year. But we might be at, listen, I, I'm not a believer of Kenny Pickett. And I, I know it's one year in and people want to defend Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett at best is going to be good. I think at best he's going to be Jared Goff. Um, yeah, I I think you should be doing cartwheels right now at the prospect of Lamar leaving the AFC North. Which we are. I did not see you do a cartwheel yet. Would you like to see one? I kind of worry. There's room in here. Uh, yeah, I kind of worry. You're you're 40. Cartwheels are a young man's game. Dude, you can still do a cartwheel. I don't think you should. Still dunk a basketball. I also don't think you should try that. That's not that hard. I feel like you're going to lose uh, lose an Achilles. Oh. <laughs> Got to go full bull. Dude, I run around every day of the week. I, yep. It only takes one bad no, dunk. I understand that, but the people that don't run around are the ones that tear the Achilles. I think we all tear Achilles. I think you're too old to do it. Don't all do right. it. I, just, I worry about you. I want you to be your best you're, self. First off, you're not worried about anything other than what you're eating for dinner tonight. That's a salad. That's what I'm having. That's a dinner? Yeah. I always have salad at dinner. Well, okay, I shouldn't say always. Almost always. Well, have not salad. always. Are we back on the diet now? We've been on the diet, yeah. Are you got some good dietary fats? All the dietary fats. 216-578-0092. If Lamar leaves Baltimore, do the Browns become do you slide them up to the second best team in the AFC North? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.